0: Okay, I take off my makeup, I wash my face. It only takes a little, little bit. Um, brush my teeth, and then I have to, like, get dressed. And I'm, like, setting my alarm to get up early. And it's only 8.30, so I shouldn't even be doing any of this. But I just really don't want to get out of bed after, you know, the, the stimulating sports conversation that our podcast always whips up.
1: Yeah. Speaking of which, we should uh, read an intro and get into it.
0: It's been so long, I don't know if I'm going to remember how to do it.
1: That's what she said. Hello and welcome to the Completely Unprepared Podcast. My name is David.
2: I'm Jordan.
1: Fuck.
0: Wow. What? <laughs> Fuck. It's been too what long. I don't just remember.
2: Happened?
0: I don't remember. You said your actual name. Now the whole internet's gonna know who you are. I'm gonna get doxxed. I'm disappointed.
2: <laughs> I'm too. It's just been so long. I don't know how to do it anymore. No,
0: no, no, no. That that was my intro. I'm disappointed. Oh. Is
1: that what happens when you're A Denver Broncos fan
0: Uh, Oh god Listen we all knew that this was gonna be It was gonna be Yes also Steelers fuck you
1: Hey we have Uh, a win
0: Yeah but you also have a gif of Ben Just sobbing on the sidelines I don't know what I would take more
2: No actually you know what the best Gif of Ben is on the sidelines (laughs) The one where he is trying to talk to uh, Mason, and then he realizes that he's not plugged <laughs>
0: yeah, <on. laughs> yeah. Which, speaking of, did y'all see that GIF of the tenant? Was it Tennessee quarterback uh, who didn't realize like how to use like a manual, like a dial phone with a headset? <laughs> and so he picked up the whole goddamn phone set and held it up to his head and wasn't like figuring it out. That was probably actually my favorite <sighs> tip so far of the season. Painful. Mm.
2: I mean, favorite. that's pretty indicative of Tennessee football.
0: <laughs> Slash just Tennessee in general. Um, <laughs> go Titans. Um, but, Aww. yeah. Uh, you know, the Bron- we all knew that it was going to be a tough season for the Broncos. Uh, from pretty much the second that Joe Flacco was speculated to be our quarterback.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, it's not a great start.
0: Well, and now it's even worse because we just had Bradley Chubb get out for the whole season. <laughs> yep, that's gonna hurt. That's it. It, it kind of does already.
2: Yeah, I think um, you guys are. There's one particular position that you guys really need to address, and it'll fix your entire team. Head coach. That, uh, actually, I would go with general manager.
0: Ah, uh, yes. Well, John Elway
2: is not good.
0: Listen, we're just holding on to the past with as tight and firm of a grip as we can. Why else do you think that we've only ever chased elite quarterbacks and semi-okay defensive tackles?
2: I'm just running through every quarterback that you guys have in my head, and it's making me laugh.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's not great. being a Broncos fan.
1: It's not great. It goes from Cutler to Orton to Tebow to – Tebow. Manning. uh, Manning, well, Manning okay. but
0: then that also follows the, the same. It also follows the same logic of look, they've gone for not like big names. Well, I mean, I guess the biggest name that you can kind of get as far as this hype of building a team around a quarterback.
1: Wait, didn't you, didn't you guys also have uh, Case Keenum for a little while?
0: I think we year. still.
1: No, no. He, Wait, where he's is Case in, now? He's in. He's in, the Reds in uh, yeah, the Reds
0: ah, there we go. Ah, there we benched. go.
1: Or He's, he was benched. Well, like he was there. benched, and well, he might still be benched because I think they're going to bring Colt McCoy in instead.
0: Oh, That's now the there's play. a man. He. It honestly uh, is. Just let
1: him die. His career's over, anyways.
0: Colt McCoy? Dude,
2: his, his career seems like it's been dead since he left Texas. How is he still playing?
0: Didn't Colt McCoy, like, do some commentating for a year or something? Or am I just. No, that was Jason that up? No, there was somebody else. Tony Romo. Case McCoy?
2: Nope. I, I don't know. No, don't...
0: he plays for Texas.
1: There's Casey Kasem.
0: K- Casey Kasem Keenum Case. Colt. White <laughs> <And that laughs> <Right> is... <laughs>
2: nonsense if I ever heard it.
0: Uh, that's actually the uh, third string quarterback for the Texas Longhorns. So
1: Colt McCasey Keenum?
0: Col- Colt McCasey Keenum. Case. <laughs> See,
2: that's why Kyler Murray never went to Texas. Uh, his name just wasn't Texas enough.
0: That's
2: no. why he originally went to Texas A&M. Um,
1: I don't know enough about Texas to to uh, confirm nor deny that, but it sounds great to me. <clears throat> I thought it was going to be because Texas can never actually be back.
2: That that's accurate as well. Speaking of Texas being back, can we talk about what Mac Brown did this weekend? <laughs>
1: what, what did Mac Brown do this weekend?
0: Oh, he came so close, oh, so close. Uh, hey. Imagine what it would have been, <clears throat> what could have been.
2: He was one good play call away from beating Clemson. With the North Carolina Tar Heels.
0: Wow. I did,
2: I did not team. see that. Yeah. So uh, it was a very close game all the way through, and then at the very end, with like a minute to go, they score the what would be the tying touchdown, and they decide to go for two, because let's face it, like the longer you go with Clemson, the more likely you are to lose.
0: So yep. take Makes your sense. shot to
2: take the, the W right here. And he calls this uh, triple option play, it's just your your team's not fast enough compared to Clemson's defense to uh, to beat them with the triple option. At first, I thought it was just a bad read from the quarterback, but no, it just they no. just weren't fast enough. Yeah, it, it's just one play call that really defined their loss, unfortunately. But damn, they were close. So close. Yep.
0: Although to be fair, I feel like I don't have enough of an or as much of an emotional connection to upsetting a number one Clemson as I did when it was like upsetting a number one Bama. I think it's just cause mm. like there's there's just something about the inherent evil I mean, I, I I'm not the biggest Davo fan, but there's something about like just the inherent evil of Alabama football. Where when, like, they got us in the champ game, I was just like, like, this is beautiful. Whereas (laughs) when UNC came close but didn't quite do it, I was just kind of like, oh, that sucks.
2: Yeah, I just really fucking hate Dabo, so seeing him (laughs) sad.
0: See, I just don't think of him as a human being.
2: He's an asshole is what he is.
0: It helps. He's not. He talks about how
2: t- players are too entitled and they shouldn't want to get paid. And then he goes and trademarks his own fucking name.
0: He just doesn't have reason or emotion, which, in my opinion, invalidates him <laughs> as a human being. I think. I, th- I think Nick Saban is a rational human being. Ultimately, <laughs> I think he can. He can be reasoned. Emotion and does not exist a joke for is the he's man. Nuts.
1: Yeah, comedy
2: genius. Sorry, uh, you know, you you said your favorite thing of the season was the Tennessee player. My favorite is Josh Jacobs talking about (laughs) Nick Nick Saban's D's. And we're only
0: in week (laughs) six. Hey,
2: Josh, you like catching balls? How about catching D's? (laughs) Listen,
0: Nick Saban is 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 yes that.
2: Wonderful. Oh.
1: I can't recall, but I feel like there was a Mike Leach rant recently. That was my favorite part of the season so far, but I, I can't There have well been
0: enough. a few.
2: Has Pac-12 masks got one?
1: Yes. Yes. That was brilliant.
0: <laughs> it was, but I have many, many qualms with it. First of <laughs> all, his assumption... Of, you know, just the general sun devils being some, quote, like, Harry Potter magic (laughs) bullshit. Listen. I
1: mean, what do you think a sun devil is?
0: I feel like a sun devil is a great, like, I think if you get into the scientific weeds of it, it's probably, like, a nickname for some, like, star explosion that would just kill everyone. So, I think that would still win. He and I agree about that.
1: Okay, well, that that's a kamikaze. So
0: his his breakdown, though, of like the different, like the Trojans versus the Utes, and like distinguishing the weaponry that they're using. Like, first of all, was not as historically accurate as I would expect a Mike Lee rant to be. But also, second of all, was a little judgmental, like.
1: The only thing I expect from a Mike, Mike Leach, Leach a rant is uh, entertainment. I do not expect historical <laughs> accuracy. It yeah.
0: was very much so entertaining. That is a fact.
2: Mike Leach is the kind of guy that I'm a fan of, but I like. I think he's a garbage person. You know what I mean? Where yes. I, it's, not, it's not like I think, like, oh yeah, this is someone we should all really like. It's like, oh my God, what did he say now? Wow, I'm really excited to hear this crazy shit. And then when he goes down and he says something that's way too out there and it's really inappropriate, I'll be like, "Oh wow, fuck that guy." That was yeah. hilarious.
1: Like how I felt about Antonio Brown for the last few months.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Like he, well, oh, he he's talking again. He's talking again. He hasn't learned yet. What did he say?
2: Yeah. Now he's got claims out for like 130 million dollars worth of reparations from the Patriots and the Raiders now. <laughs>
0: It's going to be great. And also, he tweeted, he's going back to school, and, like, he tweeted something about his studies that made, oh, my gosh, his professor, I swear to fucking God, must, like, just absolutely hate everything. Imagine if you were, like, a Bills fan, and you're a professor, and you found out Antonio Brown was in your class.
1: Oh. Yikes. You're not getting an A, buddy.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. What a weird year it's been in football. Like, fucking uh,
1: real strange.
2: Yeah. Luck retired. Uh, Antonio Brown retired. <laughs> Vontez Berfic retired.
1: <laughs> Unintentionally.
2: Ben Roethlisberger's elbow retired. <laughs> It's just been a. It's been a wild one.
1: Drew Brees' thumb still thinks it's coming back.
2: I think Brees will make his way back.
1: I think Brees could. I this don't season, I really think he will.
2: I don't know about this season. Okay, especially that's if fair. Teddy Bridges, if, if Teddy Bridges keeps playing well.
0: I mean, he will. Bridgewater's always been generally consistent. Yeah. I loved him in college.
2: Yeah, his biggest um, issue was. Uh, Turf.
1: Why is that? That ended
2: his because that ended his career at in Minnesota.
1: Oh, oh, he just, oh, yeah. He, Dislocated his knee. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I I haven't been overly impressed with Bridgewater, but he's not losing them the game. So he's he's doing That's what I'm
0: saying. He's consistent and he's reliable. Yeah. Yeah, he's a great backup quarterback.
1: Yeah.
2: <clears throat> um, I think he's filling in his role perfectly.
1: You know who's been surprisingly good is Uncle Rico.
2: Yeah. Down oh, in, Jesus. Down
1: in Jacksonville.
2: <laughs> I'm not terribly surprised. I mean, I, I wouldn't have called it, but seeing him play, like watching him play at uh, Washington State, I think he made very good reads. He was a smart player. Um, I oh. think uh, he, he does a very good job of moving through progressions, which is huge, especially in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, Whereas I think other quarterbacks tend to do about one read and then they say, all right, time to make something up. And then they go and try and find stuff. Whereas I think he moves through his progressions like, okay, one, two, three, there's my guy.
0: I feel like Mahomes well, is that okay as well. I think oh, it's yeah. partly a younger generation of quarterbacks. In addition yeah. to like, there's something about, thing. yeah. And there's a also something about this particular young class of new kids that are you know like rookie quarterbacks in the NFL that are all kind of getting their chance at once and they're all getting a general like notoriety for their personalities and for being kind of kooky and they came up you know like uh, not to sound like a grandma but like you know they came up with social media when they are in college and they've always you know when had I was that coming
1: exposure.
0: up when, when I was coming up like you were just kind of like a bro in a football team like now it's like you have Gardner Minshew, who's worshipped for his mustache as, like, a cult hero, and you have, like... And for you know, his
1: stretching techniques.
0: Yeah, oh, and his just general jock jockstrappiness, right? Like Exactly. <laughs> these are stories that, in the past, like, somebody may have actually covered from a media perspective, and they would have been like, oh, like, football culture. And now that there are, you know, mediums where these stories get picked up, and maybe a non-NFL crowd is exposed to it or hears something kind of about it. Like, Oh yeah, there's that weird Uh kid with the mustache. (laughs) Literally. If you're talking about Gardner Minshew, Yeah, (laughs) I think it's really cool though. I mean, it's, it's also, I I think it could be a good opportunity for them to, you know, take the reins as far as defining a new type of leadership in the NFL. But I don't think that's going to happen. Just like, I don't think that then civil a is going to actually follow through on Uh, changing its rules over the next 20 years to accommodate state-by-state legislation to allow student athletes to get compensated for their likeness. But that's an entirely separate conversation. It's also a
1: great segue.
0: Thank you. I try really hard. But, I mean, we can still talk about professional football. I'd like to keep digging myself into the whole Broncos suck thing.
1: Well, yeah, they they do. They are quite terrible. Um, They also, like... I think it's probably disappointing because like their losses haven't been, you know, catastrophic. I mean, like they've been they've lost and like it's not gone well, but like they're not getting blown out like Miami. They're just on the wrong side of it each time.
0: Yeah, that
2: Jacksonville Jacksonville field goal.
1: Yep, Josh <laughs> Lambeau, former MLS kicker or uh, goalkeeper, rather. Turned oh, kicker. Oh, I didn't
2: know he had multiple sclerosis.
1: No, no, M L S.
0: Yeah, there's there's another letter in the middle there. Oh. Sorry.
1: He went uh he went and played in the MLS for uh I think San Jose and then went to college at Texas AM uh afterwards as a kicker and then <clears throat> came out and was kicking for I think San Diego at first. But I feel he's like
2: good. He be on the Packers instead. <laughs> Lambo Yeah,
1: <laughs> no, he's good. He's he's good for sure. I, I like him.
2: Sponsored um, by Lamborghini.
1: That's really funny.
2: I know. I'm very funny.
1: He he should be. They should get on that.
0: Yeah, you're pretty funny. Thank you. I needed that.
1: Well, hold on. Let me s- let me see. Uh, I'll bet he doesn't have. I'll bet he doesn't have great style. That's probably why he's not sponsored by
2: Also because he's a kicker No, Jay, that's not it
0: Listen, kickers can be stylish
2: Yeah, they just can't be sponsored
0: <laughs> well, Are you kidding? If I were Like, involved in this I would 100% I would be a kickers only uh, Marketing institution Whatever you call it <laughs> Listen, I serve a specific niche and it is bunt. Does this guy punt, look like a
1: Lambo uh sponsor? Or sponsored yes. by this Lambo Is this coming guy?
0: through to the Discord or yeah, to the to group Discord?
1: Ch- yes. Jay says yes. He has, I drive Does he
0: like, look sponsorable? He looks
2: like he he looks like the poster child for I Drive Daddy's Lambo.
0: <laughs> he's actually in the matthew mcconaughey lincoln commercials as exactly. matthew McConaughey's like adult like late teenage son who like just gets back from college over the summers and is like dad can i drive your lincoln and matthew mcconaughey's like sure kiddo like, no he he's like him the keys hella cash
1: dad we can we i drive really your lincoln and mcconaughey goes let me tell you about a lincoln breaks into one of his little monologues
2: stares in the fucking distance doesn't ever make eye contact
0: while the kid still is like i admire you dad because i'm a good white boy
2: (laughs) (laughs) you're right we shouldn't pay college athletes i agree (laughs) (laughs) it's all about a sense of pride representing the institution that their grandparents cared about. Or so did you? Was rambling about.
0: Oh my god! Fuck that guy. <laughs> I used to be such a Tebow fan when I was like, in like a freshman in college.
2: And then
1: she said, "T no." T-no. Yeah.
0: <sighs> <laughs> Woof. <laughs> Woof. Um. No, but did you see the part I, I was doing some more research on A B two oh six and there's a part where On who? It's still the, the, the state law in oh. California and it's has a part where it still prohibits I, I need to triple check this because I've seen it only in a couple places and I haven't actually read the ledge where it says the if ledge. if a student athlete I don't even know what is that means. offered that is not legislation. Um if like a student athlete cannot accept a sponsorship deal from a competitor, a direct competitor, if a school or of a school's already established deal. So say like you go oh. to a, or you're working on like an Adidas school and you're playing there, you can't accept sponsorships from like Nike, but you could accept a sponsorship from Subway.
1: Okay, but like, <laughs> but like. Alright, so this this even further strengthens the school then, because
0: It prevents, like, monopolization?
1: Well, like, what if I'm at a school for, and, and they're sponsored by Nike, and Nike doesn't want to sponsor me, but I could have theoretically been sponsored by Adidas, I'm just screwed? Pretty much, yeah. Hmm.
2: But I mean, you're you're screwed anyway, right? Like this legislation is gonna do nothing.
1: No, no, no. I understand it'll,
2: that it'll affect zero yeah. people at all, because ultimately these schools are still answering to the NCAA because they are part an optional member of the NCAA. So if the NCAA says no pl- players can't get paid, otherwise your school is in you know is in violation of our of our uh, guidelines and rules and shit, then uh, the ultimately schools are just going to tell players, no, if you're going to come to my school, you cannot be because we're part of the NCAA. So this is really going to help nobody. The o- The only way it could possibly help anybody is, A, it gets boosted to a federal level in the fed- and they deal with it there. The obvious one. Or B, some, you know, the schools of California all say, oh, fuck it. We're going to make our own league without the NCAA. However chances of that are happening are very low and that in lies the problem that the ncaa is an unchecked monopoly
0: yes i think that that's I, i would say i agree with the ncaa being an unchecked monopoly part of it uh but like legislation just got introduced in florida you're looking at other states that might take it on so I mm-hmm. think it's, I think it's like also
2: six it's, states or something they talked about.
0: Yeah. And like, that's going to be, you know, there's still going to be people who push up against it. Um, hold on. I want to see NCAA nonprofit status. So the NCAA itself is a 501c3 organization. We use that no matter what, they cannot use it. Like their finances or their revenues for a lobbying effort. So you can only do that if you're a 501 C6 or I think a C4 with a separate C6 arm. But could
2: they uh, fund a separate PAC and use that?
0: No, they could not use their membership dues. They would have to create a separate PAC and have their members actively pay additional revenue specifically to the Hmm. political action committee. They couldn't just say, hey... You're a member of our nonprofit C3. We're taking some of your dues and applying it to X. It has to gotcha. be like an additional contribution made mm-hmm. on behalf of the members. And so from there, it's like, okay, would you split off, off certain members that would like want to contribute to lobbying efforts against it? Like, there's really no organized effort against it that's not just the NCAA. Saying like very blase. That's why they like don't come out super like they come out against it obviously, but all of their messaging is like not like where they're like we're deeply disappointed by this blah 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 blah. But all have been like we're gonna run ads in California to discourage X Y Z. Like the actual political campaigning against the measure they could not fund. So yeah. then the other question is like you know. Does the NCAA choose to pursue the route of, like, establishing itself legally as, like, like creating something like that or spearheading that effort? But that would just look terrible on them to be act. It's like how Uber is actively lobbying against uh, AB5 in California that was passed to give their employees... Like benefits and change the actual definition of a contract employee depending on the number of hours worked in the labor.
2: That's happening here too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's like, you know, the and Sibley I feel like doesn't want want to get tied up in the like actual legislation part of it. Mm -hmm. But I think what you said about them being an unchecked monopoly is factual in that, you know. If we want to see the same college sports that we've been seeing, there it's gonna, there's going to be a faction, right? Like, there has to be a divide between, like we've been talking about for at least the past two years that I've known you guys, amateur, like, pay-for-play versus scholarship, yeah. traditional championships. Absolutely. And that's just the natural occurrences of a capitalist society where you know, these Mm -hmm. things happen.
2: And then I'd say the other issue, um, you know, just kind of, sorry, that is all fantastic. And I, I I loved every bit of that, but I think the other issue that, you know, this particular legislation uh, brings forward is it's not a, you know, a guaranteed pay for student athletes. It's not guaranteed um, medical for student athletes and like no guaranteed workman comp, which I think is, should absolutely be insured for all these players.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but that's another issue. Uh, this is exclusively you could get paid for your likeness. So that is fantastic for Zion Williams, right? Uh, yes. Who is the number one player in the country uh, who needs to get paid? And I, I think yeah, he, should he, get paid he for for could have
1: had a fat shoe deal in college. Exactly. Especially <laughs> after he blew it out and they had to play damage control.
2: <laughs> yes. Um, but who it doesn't help. Is ninety five percent of student athletes, right? You know, ra- random linemen. what? What? Who's going to pay a lineman for his likeness?
1: It's yeah. actually more than ninety percent because we're just talking about football players.
0: Yeah, when you get into, yeah. and that's where there there have been like the arguments about how this is going to. I don't think I think that they blow it out when they say it's going to negatively impact like female athletes or Olympic sport athletes. I think it's just not going to impact them at all. Like it's no, yeah, it's yeah. not yeah. the matter it doesn't of hurt, like, it, doesn't it, help. it. Yeah, it doesn't it keep making this messaging point of like it's going to make it worse for them and their experience. If anything, like I don't really know if it will. Like it won't change no. the because this is just individual compensation and mm-hmm. and A is still going to make money off of the organized championships. March mm-hmm. Madness is still a fucking cash cow. CFP still kicks some back, back over to and A, even though, you know, FBS hasn't been a thing for a couple of years. Like, well, it is, but you know what I mean. Like, one versus two. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, On the, and track championships kind of help with the Olympics.
0: Yeah, it, and so Where the like, money
1: goes is a little foggy in terms of who's really benefiting the most from that whole situation but
0: yeah well and that's where (coughs) like if you're if this is just a drop in a bucket right where you Mm because you're gonna have your zions you're gonna have your kylers you're gonna have like your standout athletes at key institutions right i think it'll maybe help a little bit with some of the parity and that you might have some donors from other schools be like oh well you know if i'm going to be helping this kid like you know xyz maybe they'll kick back some more money from as an alumni or alumna, alumnus yeah. um but it's not going to actually change until again like one of two things happens number one the ncaa dramatically shifts its revenue model to favor the student athletes and compensate them for fairly for their efforts, all of them, and that includes taking away a focus, taking the focus away from television rights and facilities wars, Mm -hmm. and focusing on things like academic support, career training, like job skills building, and like helping them actually find a career within athletics, whether that's as an administrator, with coach, whether it's as a competitor, one of those things. So it's going to be either they do that or, again, they form a different faction and continue to focus on, like, the massive accumulation of wealth Mm -hmm. through things like heavily marketed and heavily participated in championship.
2: Yep. Well, the other thing, too, is, like, it because of how little it actually affects players or helps players, and, you know, it actually really just opens up a lot of – possibilities for corruption in particular is my is the one i mm-hmm. noticed right off the bat. because okay uh now my players can be sponsored by anyone great so xyz uh car wash is going to run a special this week where you can get your car washed and the entire You know, University of Washington football team will be there signing autographs. Mm -hmm. Uh, Great! So they're going to give us all kinds of money, and then coincidentally, uh, the University of Washington just made a a huge donation to XYZ Car Wash uh, that is almost the exact same amount as as what it costs to pay all those players. Just a little bit more. Absolutely do. Yeah, they can absolutely do that Um, because there's going to be no check in place because again you're just saying oh yeah this is a great deal and all of a sudden <laughs> they're going to be directly p- <coughs> oh god sorry directly paying players more than they already are just using some sponsorship deal from down the lane <clears throat> as a uh, you know as a patsy for the
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah they're they're laundering it in plain sight
2: exactly and, and let's be real; they're already paying players. Yeah, they're just doing it more under the table. I was listening yeah, to.
1: I mean, uh, I was listening to uh, Arian Foster's podcast. Uh, I forget the name of it, um, but he was talking about Arian
0: Nation.
1: <clears throat> nope, not that one. Um, <laughs> that's a different when podcast. I, the fact that
0: when I look up Arian Foster podcast and the first autofill is audio, Arian Foster podcast, Tommy Lauren. Yeah, not going to listen to this one. But thanks.
1: <laughs> I didn't hear that one. Um he but uh, now what? Question. He talked about the fact that uh he talked about the fact that Tennessee paid him and he was like open about it and the the NCAA apparently contacted him and was like, "Hey, we want to talk to you about this." And he was like, "Nope, but good luck with your investigation."
2: I still think my favorite was um Eric Dickerson when he was in uh When he was in high school, uh, he he was being recruited to go to Texas A&M and his mom somehow was given a uh, Grand Am. Very exciting. And, uh, you know, then he decided to go to SMU and Texas A&M was pissed because, you know, they bought his mom a Grand Am. But they can't come out and publicly be like, hey, we bribed this kid and he took the bribe and (laughs) didn't do it. (laughs) <laughs> so shocker i love the infamous it. grand AM scandal it's fantastic <laughs> love it
0: i mean that's no you're right i feel like all of this is very valid reasoning and then
2: smu had absolutely no recruiting violations so everything was fine
0: yeah, not at all whatsoever <laughs> well did y'all see uh the first ruling in the um the Men's basketball fraud investigations got handed down, and Georgia Tech has a postseason <clears throat> ban, which is funny because my friend who went to yeah. Georgia Tech was like, "Well, that wasn't going to happen anyway." We go to the postseason in twenty <laughs> like,
2: twenty.
0: Wow, yeah. what a coincidence! But like, it took away post <laughs> like postseason for twenty twenty, took away scholarships, all yep. because of exactly what we were just talking about, where like it was coaches route assistant coaches mostly but also some head coaches rerouting sponsorship funds through third-party donors in order to avoid like collegiate athletic rulings like Mm -hmm. or whatever it was and that first one came down at georgia tech and they're like oh they were this harsh on Georgia Tech. Everyone's like, Kansas better watch out. I'm like, Kansas doesn't need to watch his fucking back. Like, <laughs> Kansas has... I mean, Georgia Tech's a bunch of engineers. They are, you know, they're figuring their shit out. Kansas, like, those donors are <coughs> for There's sure going to lawyer the fuck up and they're going to make it much more of a fight and it's going to be, if anything, they're going to probably escape with a similar
2: sentencing.
0: No. no, maybe here's like the
2: thing. Kansas... <clears throat> is the hand that feeds for the NCAA. They're not going to shut down Kansas as a, they can shut down Georgia tech because Georgia tech doesn't make them the money, but Kansas is a flagship. They're going to, uh, they're already, you know, said, Oh, bill self has, uh, you know, lost control or whatever the fuck they call it. And then they're going to punish self and his staff. And then they're going to let Kansas go on as if nothing fucking happened. Yep.
0: I, I would honestly not be surprised if that mm-hmm. were the case. I think it's also where, like, it, it happens with a lot of things in general, and I won't get into other things, but, like, especially the NCAA, whenever they say, like, we are conducting an internal investigation, it's like you completely just erased any, pop, like, not any probability, but, like, a very significant amount of probability that this is going to be actually fair and unbiased like
1: yeah Mm -hmm.
0: so that's where when i was looking at like these specifically with this case and it's like arizona ucla like kansas etc and like how it was an fbi investigation that actually was dealing with like you know specific white collar crime and like the potential of jail time Mm -hmm. it's also like there's no way that ncaa is going to allow for that to happen like They have plenty of legal resources. I don't know. I just feel like NCAA is corrupt. And the- Really? What was your oh first gosh, clue? Here, you calling. couldn't tell. <laughs> you couldn't tell. That's how I feel. <laughs> I was just surprised
2: by how hot of a take it was. You know, yeah. I think oh, the NCAA so is corrupt. I know. I know nobody Breaking
1: ground anybody. on the Completely Unprepared podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know who warned us about this? Brian Bosworth. A, with his National XMT, Communists it. against... Athletes
1: Tried to tell us
2: But Yeah, eat Arby's Yeah, eat Arby's
0: (laughs) Oh, nihilism (laughs) What else is is occurring in the world's foot? I mean, we're in the Major League Baseball playoffs Uh, I don't think any of our teams Are in the postseason So (laughs) we all have nothing to care about
2: I did get to see Felix's last game. That was fantastic.
0: How was that? I'm so jealous oh. that you got to see
2: it. It was beautiful. It was so emotional, you know. Yeah, everyone was, you know, screaming their lungs out, no matter where you were. Like Yeah. I moved a couple seats. Um, started in the three hundreds and ended up in the one hundreds. And uh, even when we we're in the three hundreds, you know, everyone was screaming and uh, you know, giving the okay K, yeah. K. So it was Ugh. it was really nice to see, you know, the city still rallying behind him. <clears throat> Because that man, you know, he lives, dies for the Mariners. He had all kinds of opportunities. Yankees were given all kinds of great offers, and he's still was like, "No, I want to play in Seattle. This is my. This is my team." And yep. as such, everyone here absolutely loves him. So it was great seeing that they try. They were thinking about pulling him out in like the second inning, and it was like, "Oh my oh. God, we're not going to the postseason. Don't you dare! Yeah, right. Don't touch him." <laughs>
0: It was really touching to see. I mean, first of all, like the whole King's Corner thing has been one of my favorite baseball related like mm-hmm. or my, one of my favorite baseball I don't know if it's necessarily like a tradition. I think it is counting as one, but I don't know if it will like obviously continue, but Yeah. Um it's one of my favorite base items in baseball and I imagine
2: that'll stay as King's Corner.
0: Yeah. And it's just it's really cool to see, you know, he gave He gave a significant amount, not just to the organization itself of baseball and like the Mariners, so just like to the community. And all my favorite stuff was always to follow like him, like getting involved with like local youth and like always going back to like his own country and like being a role model for like you know pursuing a career in baseball, but also like keeping with your roots. And that was a thing. I mean, you see, you see those stories still, but he was just always a genuine dude look of For it sure. and watch like three years from now there's going to be a sexual charge so
2: <laughs> he's got the look
0: <laughs> let's be real
2: <laughs> like if, if he told me that he turned he was a sexual assault I'm like yeah, I, I can see it <laughs> his personality never told me that but the tattoos and the you know
0: everything no. about it he's got the look no, I think I, he'll, I think he'll Not do well. Sure. I'm really curious him. to see what his retirement turns out to be. Just in general, like he's definitely the kind of guy who's going to stay prominent in the community and still be around for a while. Like Barry Bonds is yeah. still hella relevant to fucking San Francisco, yeah. So he stuck around.
1: Yeah, it's kind of the same way that Blazers fans feel about Damian Lillard. I am. He's been big on the idea that he's staying in Portland. That's where he's trying to win. He's not trying to go somewhere else. And yeah. uh, Blazers fans are big on that.
0: Well, we have like Warriors, Steph and Clay and Draymond have all really buckled down, especially since KD left. Yeah. Which like, it still doesn't feel real. It's going to feel real when the season starts. But.
2: <laughs> well, he'll still be playing as much for the Celtics as he was for the, as he would have been for the Warriors. So that'll yeah, well... help. You won't see him <laughs> on another team. <laughs> or playing for another team. I, I was going
0: to say, you mean the Nets?
2: Yeah, yeah, sorry.
0: Okay, just making sure. I was like, hold on a second.
2: Yeah, 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 you know what I meant.
0: Um, The Nets redid their court design. H- okay, here, here's, here's
2: why. Because I went in my brain I was like, oh yeah, he's playing with Kyrie.
0: Ah, uh, well, that'll do it. Um... Hold on. I'm trying to find. um, It's like the nerdiest kind of thing. Um, The Nets have a new court design. And they took their influences from. I don't know if you guys know the history of the New York subway system signage and how it was like one of the most, not like revolutionary, but it really defined like, public signage as not a thing to be designed for aesthetic pleasure, but a thing to be designed for like communication across language barriers and like how mm-hmm. you can really design signage to be effective and accessible and like for, for multiple different societies and people of all backgrounds. And that's like why New York is lauded for it in a subway system. Yeah, they the,
2: the whole color system there, right? For the, yeah, it's the
0: color system the plus like the use of the font Helvetica, mm-hmm. which like in other um, other What's subway it? systems up until that point, they just relied on maps and root colors gotcha. versus. That's like, that's a that's because san- it's a sans serif, right? Yeah, um, but the Brooklyn net uh, did the exact same lettering on their baselines <laughs> in Helvetica. Uh, and they, they, drew, like... they
2: draw all their, all their plays on, their, <laughs> on the floor.
0: <laughs> no, they just, they just did the actual um, typeface instead, mm-hmm. cool. um, and I totally geeked on it. I'm really happy. I like that. It made me kind of like the net, and then I remembered everything else. So... <laughs> Oh, Everything let be fair—they're not else. in the same division. So if I'm going to go the same route as I do with the A's versus the Rockies, hmm. no, I'm still going to be a Warriors fan. Sorry. There you go. <laughs> do you guys think the Nets are going to actually be successful?
1: Not this year.
2: No, no. Yeah.
0: Really? with Kyrie and KD and like a
1: decent—Katie's not playing this year.
0: Well, that's yeah, that, right, huh? That—that's
2: yeah. what I was talking about earlier. Oh, Why
0: what you about Spencer Dinwiddie? For
2: another team? Yeah, I mean, what? don't
0: follow, don't call us Spencer Dinwiddie. Who does? Used no. to play for the Colorado Buffaloes.
1: Oh. I do not follow whoever this is.
0: He brought the the Buff to like one of their first and postseason appearances in like almost ever. I remember. And that. he was lauded for his little itty bitty mustache.
2: I, I don't anyway. recall. Okay.
1: What was didn't what, they, didn't what did they he lose to then?
2: Hawaii? CU. Yeah, wasn't that the team that lost to Hawaii well, in, in I don't the
0: first remember round? That much.
2: I know Hawaii got the first round upset, and Barack Obama was like one of the few people who actually called it.
1: I'm just wondering what that has to do with uh, Kevin Durant Kevin. not playing this year.
0: Oh, I don't know.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> I missed that.
0: He's literally the only other person I know who plays for the Nets. Off the uh, top of my head. Yeah.
1: um, Yeah. Let's see. It's... Who else have we got here?
2: <laughs> and that's why I don't believe in the Nets.
1: Well, Tim it's it's him and Kyrie, yeah. It's... Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they D got one other person, but I can't okay. remember who it is.
2: Yeah, honestly, that's what you need on a team. You need three players. Right? Maybe something like DeAndre Shabazz. Jordan
1: or something.
0: D'Angelo yeah. Russell?
1: No, oh, D'Angelo Russell they're... plays for your team now.
0: Oh shit. yeah, he does. I didn't know that either. <laughs> I'm obviously to to really it. into it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, there were, in your besides, defense, in your defense, there was a ton of moves this offseason.
0: that Kira did not follow Jack shit in the NBA in the off exhibits there, A and B.
1: There were so many changes. I mean, Westbrook is in Houston. Uh, oh God. Um, you know, LeBron and uh. Anthony Davis are playing together now. Um, That's
0: right. I do remember Anthony Davis. So the Lakers.
2: Yep.
1: Yeah. Chris Paul is in OKC. Paul George is in L.A. with Ka- Kawhi.
2: Yeah. And both of those players almost went to uh, the Lakers, which is a whole thing. I was listening to Doug Rivers talk about it today. He was yeah. losing his mind, apparently. When the about
0: how the Lakers almost had... Like this incredible yeah. stronghold.
2: Yep. And apparently people were telling him like, oh, yeah, I always knew that Kawhi was going to go. Or, it was obvious that Kawhi was going to go there. And he was like, I wish I would have known it was obvious.
1: <laughs> God, could you imagine if we were walking into this season where it's Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George?
0: I think the
2: team would eat itself, honestly. Really? I, I think it's it's one it's one too many stops. Because right? of
0: egos, or just because of like, well, like, because who's gonna who's gonna get
2: the ball? You know, what I mean, like, gonna all of them. The Who is going to pass the ball? I mean, like, as long a, as you can as long as you anyone. can
1: play the if you can play the Golden yeah. State model model, then you can pull it off.
2: Exactly. That's that's the issue. Most people will not play that. That's why Golden State is such a stellar team. But like one. Because most players are not that uh, unselfish, and I, Golden State passes the ball like nobody's Okay, so doing. say
0: that you do that in like your first season, right, and you see it have like a strongly disparate impact on your team, and you're like, "What did we do wrong?" And your coach is like, "You literally pass the fucking ball, like." And you're somebody like after you see that season, and you're just like, "Look, you all are fucking idiots. Like, you should remember your high school basketball team right now. Like, remember your basics. Like, we need to have fall like movement. Blah, blah blah blah." It's and a, then, what would happen the second year? Like the mighty Duck? Kyrie would get. Know.
2: Kyrie would request. Re, would request a trade because everybody wants to be the star.
1: Yeah, because that's literally what Kyrie did.
0: That's literally. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so take Kyrie out of the
2: situation. You have Paul George. You have Here's what happens. You, you need. You need a good balance team because, like, look at the Heat when LeBron was there. LeBron, obviously, the star. Nobody had questions about that. And then he had uh, Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. Both of those are excellent, non-selfish players that didn't need to be the number one guy. So it it was great. Their game plan turned into, how do we get the ball to LeBron? And it worked because that makes a championship team. The only reason why the Golden State Warrior model works is because each one of those players is incredibly unselfish.
1: Well, and Chris Bosh is still answering questions about how great it was that he was <laughs> willing to take a back seat to the LeBron show and it's like mm-hmm. hey, I've, you know, there's top 10 list of questions he doesn't like being asked. Like the top 4 are all about his wife and then the 5th one is that question.
2: So <laughs> what I'm saying is <clears throat> superstars Tend to not work great together. We just lost <laughs> to fucking France in the yeah, NBA. Yeah. So, uh, can superstars work together? Yes. Do I think they will? No. Um. However, some of those Paul George, not trying to be a superstar, great supporting, great number two. I think that you can plug him in to those superstar kind of teams, and it'd be fantastic. Can't block
1: Damian Lillard though. Prefer?
0: Which would you prefer as a number two, Anthony Davis or Paul George?
1: As a number two, or or just like on my team?
0: As a number two, like I mean, obviously you're like if you're going by the J model,
2: one it's so superstar. Hard. It's so hard with Anthony Davis because I don't know because he's not had a superstar, another superstar on his team. You know what I mean?
1: I mean, he played with Boogie and they played fine together.
2: But that's not another superstar.
0: Well, yeah, Bo- Boogie's Boogie, pretty also, close. Oh, dude, Boogie's been. Fuck you guys. Yeah.
2: <laughs> In so Jesus many different ways. Christ. But Boogie is not a superstar kind of. Player.
1: Yeah, we're, like, we're, we're purely talking about basketball right now.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about the guy that, when he's on your team, he is the number one jersey seller. Uh, the guy that. You know, you want as your number.
1: See, that's not fair because that was Boogie in Sacramento, but also he was in Sacramento. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> See, Sacramento, like, I honestly, it's, I, I almost feel like if Boogie had not gotten pulled out of Sacramento, that team could be pretty decent right now. Like, like I feel like Sacramento's mm-hmm. just been lacking somebody to buckle down and be up, like, be that leader. In yeah. a way, and Boogie had so much star power after that season up there, even though he ended on the injury. And like, yeah. he honestly, like, if he had stayed up there, like one more season, I like and stayed with that team, like that team also was so good. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: like they held the Warriors close I- in each of their games that year, and they got a lot of great attention for it.
1: But also, you say st- if he had stayed, I, if I remember correctly, uh, New Orleans traded for him.
0: Oh yeah, you're right. He came back S- around, huh?
1: So not so much about stayed, more about oh, really? if, if they had held on to him.
0: Yeah. Well, in my opinion, thing.
2: Yeah, but I'm just saying, like in general, if you try and put superstars together, bad things happen. There are exceptions. As toxic as the relationship was, Kobe and Shaq was a stellar team. Um, but again, that's two guys, not. <sighs> Four.
1: Although Kobe won in those rings, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yikes! <laughs> and even before that, you know, <laughs> Shaq and Penny was a much more was the star team, and absolutely went toxic what? because they couldn't fi- figure out who is going to be the guy. And you know, even Shaq says he regrets that. He's like, oh, I should have just taken less money because who cares? I just like playing basketball. Those mentalities really seep in and it turns into a huge mess. Oh. Yeah. You know,
0: actually, I'm looking at his uh, uh, Wikipedia. I didn't realize that he was up in Memento for. Yeah,
1: like eight like, years.
0: Seven, se- yeah, yeah. seven, seasons. Like, yeah. I thought it was only for four for some reason.
1: No, no, no. He was there for quite a while. He's pretty old by basketball well, he's, player he's, standards. I was
0: going to say, he's a year older. Calm yeah, down.
1: By, by basketball player standards.
2: Yeah, athlete standards. Yeah. We're talking about how Felix is an old man athlete. who's been in the league forever, it's like, yeah, he's facts. Or 33.
1: Yeah, facts. it's like it's like when I see a, a punk rock band up there that like lead singer is 50, I'm going, yeah, they're old. They're not, I mean, like...
2: Thanks for reminding me about Bad Religion. Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, my God, that picture. That picture where did you brutal. find
2: that? That's that that like their iTunes default picture.
0: They chose it. They should just not. They even go
1: with like an artsy, like, look at us when we were young picture.
2: I know. This is what our parents feel like when they see pictures of like the who. Yeah.
0: Oh my God. We're Uh, getting there. I know. Apparently.
2: Because bad religion is apparently super old now.
1: And also, all of our idols are going to start dying.
0: Yeah. Um, Sad day.
1: It's going to happen. It's going to happen.
2: It already is. It already is happening. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. College football. Number one team. Who is it?
0: Currently, right now? Alabama.
1: Who
2: is your number one team? Who do you think is the best team in college football? Alabama.
0: UCF. I
2: disagree. It's, uh,
1: it, Oklahoma disagree is the second.
0: Hmm. Who do I think is best? Let's see here. This is
1: the opinion of somebody who has watched all of four college football games that were not Oregon. And, and one of them I was at. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Was there. So like, I'm saying Alabama, Oklahoma,
2: Clemson, Based on the body of work that you've seen, that you've heard, and things like that. Ohio who've... State, fourth. I have a completely different team.
0: I want to say LSU.
2: There it is. There it is. Yes. Thank you. LSU is the only team in that top conversation that has actually faced competition.
1: And I actually did watch an LSU
0: game. Yeah, The Texas, Texas game, game was, was Texas so game. much fucking fun. Mm-hmm. It was great. Oh my god. I missed that. But also, okay, you're talking like they put up 45, they still let Texas get to 38, whatever. That's fine. Mm-hmm. They, holy shit, they fucking, I didn't see this Northwestern State score 65 to 14. Yep,
2: they're they're the real deal. They are complete on all sides of the ball, and you want to hear my s- number two, and it's gonna makes me throw up in my mouth a little bit.
0: You're just gonna say Ohio State, isn't
2: it? Oh god, no, because <laughs> they haven't faced anybody. I don't understand why everyone's so fucking high on them. My really. I, I'm not saying that they're a bad team. I think they're at least a good team. I just haven't seen anything to prove that they're a great team because they haven't. I faced mean, any yeah, day. they
0: played. They played it well. First of all, they played a Nebraska. That's been all over the fucking place.
2: Here. Yeah, not counting that um, as a good, good, good win.
0: Indiana's always pure chaos. So whatever. Not that is a good win. Florida Atlantic.
2: Again. <laughs> Not counting that as a good win.
0: Okay, yeah, I mean, so you're the, right. They, None of these here. All right, give me a second. But they against. have, but
2: they have beaten the shit out of those teams. So I will say. Well, and that's great. what you're
0: saying. Like, okay, LSU—they've yeah. beaten the shit out of three of their four opponents, and those three out of those four were like Northwestern State, Georgia Southern, or Georgia but, State. One of the other two. I don't know. Uh, hold uh, on, Vanderbilt. Then <laughs> Band- yeah, it was BY No, that's why am I looking at t- what the fuck? I don't know. So, weird. uh Georgia Southern, Northwestern State, and Vanderbilt were the three yeah. of the other four outside. So, yeah. but they saying... have
2: exactly, they have those, which with just those, I know that they're a good team. But because they've t- taken on a, another good team in Texas and beat them, that tells me that they are a great team because they can face difficult teams and still take, take a win.
0: Well, so then what about Auburn?
2: That's my number two. <laughs> that was my number two and i hate to say it
0: because but... oregon oh that
2: hurts my feelings yeah, why you to bring that up? About...
1: we could have just because moved on could... you had to bring that up
2: because it showed a lot yes. in that game that they still hung in there that, that even with a true freshman he was still able to deliver uh and he looked good honestly i want to say oh you know was, no they're a good team they're a very good team so that that and they really be...
0: crushed it against the Mississippi State that's been not honestly terrible defense over the oh, past yeah. few games. Like they had They're a weird play. Kentucky thing, but <laughs> who has uh-huh. a weird
2: Kentucky thing?
0: Oh my god! Speaking <laughs> of my love,
2: Rand <laughs> Paul. <laughs> I think this weekend is going to say a lot. Uh, you know yes. Auburn and uh, Auburn at Florida down in the swamp. That's a very difficult game. Uh, and then you
0: have LSU. Well, no, LSU playing Utah State. LSU plays Florida the weekend after. Yeah.
2: <laughs> which is gonna, which would be funny because if they both beat it, or if they both beat Florida, it's just gonna be like, well, maybe Florida's not that good.
0: <laughs> God, that's what I always hope for. Um, uh, I will say I think like it's so. <sighs> And I think Florida's a good team. I don't
2: think they're great. Uh, after watching no. that Miami game, I was like, oh, yeah. I think they're going to be overrated. And I'm feeling like I am, I'm right on that. But we'll see.
0: So so between LSU and Auburn, right now, which do you think would have a better chance of knocking off Alabama in that championship game?
2: <sighs> well, can they – I don't think they – does Auburn... could, they, could they even get? They can't. They can't, They can't both.
0: No, because I think they can't, I they think can't they're get both the, in the same. No, yeah, all, all three of
2: them are in the West, so none of them. Well, then
0: why play. don't? Why don't they play each other? Wait, what? Oh no, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Fuck. Okay, which do you think is going to be at the West champ?
2: Oh god, what a what a mess that'll turn out to be. Uh... Mm. I don't think it's going to be Alabama this year, and it's weird to say. I think they look as vulnerable as they ever have. And now that I say that, they're going to go and trash everybody and you know go undefeated and win the title. But if I <laughs> had to go off of a gut feeling right now, I'm giving it to Auburn.
0: I'm I'm going to stick with LSU. Well,
2: and David already picked Alabama, so.
0: So all right, there we go. There's our props. There it is. Our,
1: our line. I will say, sand.
0: like it's also tough because. I, I mean, I always forget that SEC has their two divisions, which I probably should know better, right? Um, yeah. They, they have
2: um, the SEC West and then the, the basement dwellers.
0: Yeah. I was about to say, like, <laughs> it's also really tough because then, like, this is how, like, I just want to break this system so hard. I want to go full, like, 1984 Apple commercial on the SEC. <laughs> and just like swing a hammer into these divisions and Great shatter offense. it all into pieces.
2: Yeah. Well, the thing with this would... is because they have so many teams that the top teams are always good. Like, I'm not going to. You know what not. we
0: should do? But their
2: bottom feeders are bad.
0: They're so bad. I think we They're should, worse in the back we should have. Yeah. Oh, for fucking sure. Are you kidding? Yeah. It doesn't take much more. Actually, I don't know. I would like to see a Washington State Arkansas off.
2: I. <laughs> Yeah. Right? I mean, uh, that's just a funny thought. (laughs) (laughs) That's not their bottom. Their bottom's like fucking Missouri. I don't know. Arkansas
0: Arkansas is weird. Like, at least Vanderbilt is consistently terrible. Arkansas is just... No.
2: I still love... One of my favorite headlines in all of sports history was uh, Arkansas snaps 17 game... Uh, losing sh- SEC losing streak by beating number 17 LSU 17 to nothing. <laughs> like bless, I pig number. Yeah, Woo pig. <laughs> <Woo> pig suey. <laughs> no, you they don't were... say the
0: suey, you just go whoopig.
2: Oh, well, they like pigs so much they hired one.
0: <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs>
0: sorry, Brett Bill. Filthy.
2: Um, well, have you seen the man? I have. Oh. oh
0: how much that money makes which how much how much bacon he brings home (laughs) oh yeah
2: (laughs) actually i feel like a more fair fight is like colorado versus arkansas just so we're clear
0: Ooh, that's a good one maybe let's see
2: arizona versus kentucky
0: (laughs) that would be so much fun did y'all see um speaking of arizona no i got one more sorry
2: ucla versus tennessee (laughs)
0: Didn't that happen? No, that was basketball. I'm thinking basketball.
2: Oh, but how beautiful um, would that be? Chip Kelly again also, against Tennessee. Also, not gonna
0: lie, UCLA Tennessee basketball oh. also would be very entertaining. Um,
2: the battle of remember when we used to be the best at basketball. What is?
0: Let's go. Let's go Oregon State versus Vanderbilt.
1: Oh, <laughs> so here's the question,
2: <laughs> Vandy.
1: Over yep. time. What is the sc- the pair of schools that would be the closest if you played a football game and a basketball game? Like, 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 both games are really close.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: like similar like, skill. So levels.
0: you're talking totally like equally matched. Yes. Do, do,
2: do they, all, they? both have to be really good, or is it just going to be?
1: They're both. Uh, let's go with really good.
2: Okay. Like they both got good programs,
1: good. and it's got to be close.
0: Yeah. Um... All time.
1: Yeah, just across time. Because if talk- we said now, like, it's it's a weird question to ask. But across time, are, like.
0: Are we also talking about, like, okay, hold on. No, I'd I'm probably say
2: UCLA, Tennessee. I mean, like, I think right? they would evenly trade each side. Like, UCLA is obviously the better basketball program. Tennessee was obviously the better football program. But both have had pretty good runs in the other sports at times. Mm-hmm. So Tennessee would take more football. UCLA would take more basketball but there would definitely be even trades
0: I think I mean yes would say Um, I would go Michigan Mm. UCLA
2: oh yeah 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 I think that's or even
0: or even Michigan State UCLA either of those two I feel like yeah Generally, both have historically had oh solid histories in both sports, respected in was, both sports. Sorry.
2: Yeah. No, what, what was Michigan's, uh, with, with, uh, like
0: the big five,
2: big five. I can't remember what what the, uh, adjective was, but yeah, the big five going against, uh, coach Woodson. Yeah. Oh God. It'd be great.
0: Although, I will say Michigan's not going me a whole... I mean, we're still 3-1. They're still 3-1 this season, which doesn't make sense in my brain. Because it all sounds <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Um,
2: way, Michigan is the most poorly ranked team in all of goddamn football. Honestly, we
0: will always, always be overranked.
2: Why the fuck are they even in the top 25? Holy shit. That is a terrible team.
0: Big house bias. You go to a couple games there, and you're just like, oh, how... Ha-
2: Dumb. That's what I have to say. <laughs> holy shit, Jim Harbaugh is a terrible coach at Michigan.
0: Yeah, but he wears those glasses real well. Oh. Khakis. You just lost
2: at all levels of the game. We were outplayed, outcoached. Well, then get a new goddamn coach. Because so, you're always outplayed and outcoached.
0: I've, have y'all been following uh, the Atlanta Falcons? And they keep tweeting... Like these, you know how sports teams tweet pictures of like their coaches with their quotes from press conferences or whatever. Yeah. And Dan Quinn from the Falcons just seems to go on these tirades about like we're pissed off. Obviously, we didn't do this week what we wanted to do. We're setting out to do. It. And they're just like such angsty quotes.
2: <laughs> oh, good old Dan Quinn.
0: Uh, but yeah, college football. What was it? Somebody was saying that ASU would be... I feel like too early. I guess it's not really too early anymore. Most projections have Arizona State against Michigan in some... most likely the Red Box Bowl.
2: <laughs> um, that's ambitious. Well, I Yeah, guess but don't have, like... Well, I expected it to be some, the
1: Pornhub Bowl.
2: You have some difficult <laughs> tests coming up. Wazoo, I feel like if it's going to be...
0: If if both of my favorite college football teams are going to face each other in any bowl, it's (laughs) got to be either the Rose or the Red Box Bowl. I really am not accepting anything.
2: (laughs) Nothing less than the best. (laughs)
0: I mean, speaking of me,
2: college. Oh, yeah. How your own life?
0: Oh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> <I> went
0: <to laughs> two very opposite directions, and I'm happy with both of them.